Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Five Year Reunion. My name's Emily Cherish. This podcast series is about the road trip I took to catch up with 23 of my former high school classmates five years after graduating with them. Today, we are in New York City. I start the day off by getting breakfast with a former classmate of mine at Mike's Unicorn Diner in Staten Island. This is Gabby Chow. Could I please do the spinach uh, feta and tomato omelet? Peanut feta and tomato omelet. Yes, thank you. Okay. Can I get matzo ball soup, coleslaw, and one egg? Thank you very much. Thank you. Matzo ball soup has just arrived and the side of coleslaw. Thank you. Gabby's like, that is the most disgusting palette I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I would never say that to your face. <laughs> I walked in and I was like, is this the nursing home? So many old people. Yep. But that's like what I love. Like I love like mm-hmm. old people like sitting and eating. <laughs> Why are we in Staten Island right now? I'm in Staten Island because that's where the job opportunity took me. We're looking for a graduate assistant coach. Uh, for fencing at Wagner College, which is in Staten Island. It was a graduate assistant position, and then in the interview, my administrator was like, oh, by the way, you'd be the head coach. And I was like, oh, cool. So I fenced throughout college, and now I am a, co- Wait, a coach. Wait, hold up. Yep. You fenced throughout college. I did. Very I went cool. D1. Wow. Yeah, they, they let me do that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I competed for three years, and then I medical redshirted my senior year because I had a back injury. And okay. I was just like, we're not doing this. Yeah. And then, you know, I was planning on graduating, getting a job, so I was like, I don't really need to to fence anymore. Mm. And clearly that did not, that is not how life went. So, yep, I'm a head coach. I have wow. ten athletes. Um, I love them very much. And it's also kind of awkward because you have to maintain the line between friends and friendly mm. with the athletes because like I'm only a year older than some of them Facts. so that's because I need them to respect me so they listen to me during practice but mm. at the same time like I want them if they have an issue I want them to be able to feel like they can come to me but I remember when I was first like my body started to crap out on me because of uh, athletics first it was my knees and then to compensate for my knees my my hamstrings got real tight mm. which pulled on my hip flexors which pulled on my back so i was just i couldn't really walk at that God. point it's it really unfortunate thank Eggs you so much i actually went to the chiropractor last summer and she was surprised i was still walking it was that level bad wow but um i remember like my team was so supportive like they really one one of my teammates, Ella, she like went out of her way, like make sure I was stretching, make sure I was rolling. Like she wanted to help me make adjustments to my everyday life that would make the pain easier and to like not to like to slow how bad it was getting. So she, it was just really nice that she she was there. Yeah, yeah, she was there for me. And now like I want to be that person for my athletes. You know? So good. Yeah. yeah, so good. Yeah, I really want to travel the United States. Hmm. I really want a road trip. Yes, we would travel for, and like in high school, I travel for fencing all the time. But like, you would travel to convention centers, you know, that's not really seeing where you're going. Yeah. So I haven't really seen things. I've just been there. I've seen airports. It's not the same. So ideally, road trip. Mm-hmm. I want to see Arches and Zion in Utah, really bad, the national parks. Cool. I never heard of it. Um, you're, are you a nature girl? I wasn't in high school, but moving to New Hampshire has kind of changed. Sure. <laughs> I like being outside now. I like being in the sun. 
I like the dirt. Mm. Like grounding. I hated dirt in high school. Oh god. Yeah, I didn't want to be outside ever. A transformation. What was like your plan leaving high school? You wanted to do sports, you said before. Actually, leaving high school, I was like, I'm gonna be a chemist like my dad. I went to college for chemistry. I graduated with a BS in chemistry. Mm. Halfway through my degree, I was like, wow, I hate this. Okay. I do not want to work in academia. I do not want to teach high school chemistry. I did not expect myself to be here. Nope, not at all. <laughs> I expected myself to be living and working in Boston, doing research at some pharmaceutical company. Did not like that. Did not like chemistry. I didn't like chemistry in school. Like, we were with the pre-med kids for like the first two years mm. and they are nasty people. They're so competitive. Like we had to turn our lab reports into a locked box so people wouldn't pull your report out to give you a zero which would lower the curve so their grade would be better. Oh. I, I don't have that personality. Right. Like I'll be like that like competing in athletics mm -hmm. but not in my academics and not in my like general life like I have no idea to have others fit like I don't want right. other people to have to fail to do better myself like you like take away my coleslaw while I go to the bathroom <laughs> I'm like really happy where I ended up all things considered I feel like I'm doing okay Thanks to Gabby. I had some time to kill between recordings, so I headed over to visit my former roommate, a 90-year-old Italian woman named Tavia. Three years ago, I found an ad on Craigslist for a spare bedroom. It was the only ad in all lowercase and without pictures, so naturally I had to see what the deal was. Me and Tavia lived together for about a year. Even though I moved out, we still get dinner together once a week. She's basically my best friend. I went to Raffetto's and got fresh pasta. Oh yeah? Yeah. You're not gonna make it now. Yeah, I'm gonna make it now. Oh yeah? Yeah, look. Oh, but what is it? What shape is it? Pappardelle. Pappardelle? Yeah. Friend of mine gave me a recipe I'm gonna make for you. Oh. This is wonderful. Really? Oh, I'm glad you like it. Isn't this recipe good? What did you do? I don't want this sauce. Vodka sauce. Vodka? As we continued eating, the phone rang. It's Judy from downstairs, and she isn't pleased with the amount of noise she's hearing. Hello? Sorry, I'll, I'll put Tavi on. It's Judy from downstairs! Ooh. It's Judy from downstairs! What did you answer? Hello? Yeah, okay. It's I have a uh, I have a walker. Okay. After hanging up, we continued pleasant conversation. This is my dog. That's your cat. My dog. Oh. We finished eating and migrated towards the kitchen to get some fruit. Your stovetop. What? It goes on your... Oh, oh, I see it. I see it. Let me do it. This one? No, I can see you. 
I had forgotten about the metal pipe running through the floor of Tavia's kitchen and into Judy's. The pipe delivers 5G quality sound, making sure that the slightest noise in Tavia's kitchen can be heard clear as day in Judy's. As we made noise in the kitchen, Judy responded via pipe. After leaving Tavia's, I headed to Hoboken, New Jersey to meet my next classmate. This classmate I didn't know well in high school, but he always had something interesting going on. He played the banjo, traveled a lot, always up to something. I'm so excited. I have matcha toasted rice, organic chai, gunpowder green, honeybush South African nectar. I have English black breakfast tea. I have uh, white tea. I have buttermint. Or before you get crazy, my coworker from Israel went to a local market and sent me like herbal tea from an Israeli market. My name is Christian Thanasoulis, and I'm here with Emily uh, in the booth. We're in the booth. We're in the living room. We are in the living room here in Old Hoboken, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It'll suffice as the booth for now. Emily, what's up? So how do we know each other? We know each other because we went to Holly Elementary School together <laughs> and happened to have stayed in the same town all the way through high school. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the last time I saw you, Emily, was probably five years ago. I found the job where I work now applied immediately, and it happened to be in New York City. So I came over, uh, got a place in Hoboken, and I've been living here for the better half of a year. I live with two 29-year-old women, Sammy and Jill. <laughs> you showed me downstairs in your room, you have a map of like all the places you've been and all the places you want to go. This is true. And there's I, I like do have that map. so many places that you've been. One or two. So yeah, um, yeah. I, I, do have a, I do have a downstairs, as Emily mentions, and it happens to be accessed by a spiral staircase. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> It was sophomore year. I wanted to go abroad. I picked New Zealand because it sounded cool. It was the best six months of my entire life, like through and through. It was really like therapeutic and liberating. And like, I remember I would wake up and never have anxiety and like always felt well rested and healthy. I like lost weight because I ate normal things that weren't full of Americanized, you know, synthetic crap. So part of New Zealand was really cool because it was really like bucket listy. Um, I, I don't know. I rode in a helicopter for the first time, went horseback riding. I uh, got a tattoo. I What was the tat? What? What was the tat? Uh, the tattoo is of an owl holding uh, two keys on its back. Where or, is it? Uh, it's, it's on my upper back. I'm like, take it off. <laughs> <laughs> I got that tattoo. And then about a month later, I ran the Wellington City Marathon. Um, and that was another huge bucket list thing. I played um, Super Smash Bros. competitively throughout high school. I was at like national tournaments and whatnot. Basically, I made a lot of friends through playing that. And when I went over to New Zealand, it turned out that Wellington had a sm- like a scene for the game I played. And I ended up getting ranked number one in Wellington, New Zealand. And they heard about me in Australia through the internet on a Reddit thread. And then I got flown out and housed in Melbourne just to play Smash for a weekend at Battle Arena Melbourne 10. And so I made Australian homies and New Zealand homies. Uh, and so like I brought my controller assuming I would play there. And so like a huge part of my like oceanic network is from playing a Nintendo video game. It's pretty nuts. Fast forward, I went to Sydney, Australia. I went to Singapore. Following Singapore, I went to Thailand. Um, I went from there to Korea. 
And um, Jayun, who was my roommate in New Zealand, was back in Korea. So she showed me around Seoul. And I met up with some other kids that I'd met originally from Japan who were from like South Korea. So I did a lot of stuff in Seoul, like coin karaoke and trying different, I don't know, crazy cafes and things they've got going on in Korea. While I was there, I met a girl from Japan and I was headed to Japan next to stay with a bunch of friends. And I ended up going across most of Honshu, which is like the main of the four islands in Japan. And then most recent trip was Iceland. And that was during spring break and got cut short. But um, did a lot of touristy stuff there too. Stayed in uh, a sea shanty in the middle of nowhere. The guy's name was Hamish. He was pretty cool. I guess where I'm at now to like transfer back to present times here. um, You asked like what I'm up to. Just kind of figuring it out, Emily Cherish. I don't really know what I want in life anymore. I think that... For the last few years, it's been very bucket listy. It's like everyone says, like, get involved in college, go get a great job, go travel, go, you know, dance and love and feel and, you know, go free be love. Exactly. And free drugs. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like for most of my life, I've always been like checking boxes. Mm. While I was talking to um, this guy at the New York Times, he's like for work, he's like the executive director of customer care. And we were talking to him for like a panel he was going to be on. And he was like, I often uh, pick up something and get to a certain level of mastery, be it, you know, I don't know, knitting or making a good espresso or gardening. And then I kind of drop it and move on to the next thing. And then I was like, whoa, that's me. Like I always like in high school or something, I like would play the banjo until I got okay. And then I would like go learn Japanese until I was like, okay. And then I would go, you know, play Smash Bros until I was like respectable. Nowadays, it's like I tried to start like a fashion blog or try to play guitar or I try to get into wine and like I get so far and then I kind of get bored and so now here I am kind of like a year and living in these four walls of my apartment not really having a way to meet people not having much to do and sort of like I've exhausted all of my things that like seemed interesting and now I'm kind of like well what do I do and like checking those boxes isn't as fulfilling and doesn't like feel as exciting anymore so now I'm kind of like back to the drawing board of like what does make me happy what will bring me happiness and i don't know um time with other people is like probably one of my favorite mm. things and because i don't have time with other people right now it's just kind of like really difficult yeah absolutely when i moved to the city when it wasn't covid times it still took me like forever to make like my best friend was an 86 year old woman for seven months like yeah. my best friend and like it's just it's really difficult to make friends here the roommate has come home. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jill. Hey. Hey. This is Emily. Hey. How's it going? Jill just, uh, so let it be known that Jill, oh, it looks so good. Oh my gosh. Jill just got 10 inches off oh, her hair. Wow. It looks I was amazing. Like, you look amazing. It looks like Demi Lovato's hair. Yeah, you look like Demi Lovato. I think the last thing is like, world's crazy. Um, stuff's crazy right now. If you're out there and you're like, thinking about going and seeing somebody or never have before go see a therapist go get help go talk to somebody i'll uh say like i I know typically like people say like men's mental health is like not brought up enough or people don't go seek help enough i think like since i was like i don't know 14 my mom's told me to go see a therapist and i've always been like no 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 i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine and then um like january i was watching this video about anthony bourdain if you're familiar. Um, and I learned that like, he committed suicide. And like this guy who was eating food around the world was beloved, was so good at what he did, was so fun to be around, seemingly was like the greatest guy. And then like, you know, ended his life kind of thing. And so if you, even if you have all this stuff going for you, like it could be hard or things can be tough. Here's me saying, hey team, 
I started going to see a therapist in January and it's cool. Big homie gives me, you know, the tools to cope with things that have bothered me for many years, you know, things that keep me up at night, things that I thought made me crazy, but really he's like, you're normal and you're okay. And you can think about things like that. And that's like an all right thing. Go get help if you need it. Not just guys, anybody out there, but also uh, be be your best self, whatever that is. Thank you to Christian. After leaving Hoboken, I went to my local Chase Bank to deposit a check. I was digging through my backpack to find my debit card. So I was pulling out all my mic equipment and this guy who was sitting outside of the bank was like, oh, are you a reporter? And I was like, no, I'm making a podcast about my high school class. Do you want to be on it? And he was like, sure. So I was like, how have you changed in the past five years? Uh... Only God knows that, but uh, I'm hoping to be more like Jesus every day. Really? Not even a haircut? Oh, yeah, wow. Oh, okay. During this impromptu recording, I noticed yet another person standing outside of the Chase Bank. So I pivoted to her and asked her the same question. How have you changed in the past five years? Well, in in the last five years, I have changed because I came to Christ. Okay. Yeah, so I'm doing, I have a new way of living. What was, what was six years ago like? Before that, I was a wild woman. Oh my goodness. Not wild, but you know, uh, I had oh. a business and, and I dated and I did this and I did that. You know, so, so you were like well-rounded. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. After printing my receipt, I headed over to Murray Hill to see my last classmate for this episode. This classmate and I, we didn't know each other too well in high school, but I do remember religiously saying hello to her in the hallway. Literally every time that I saw her from eighth grade to high school graduation. A good thing that's happened in the past five years. Um... Let me ponder that one. You're like, wait, one good thing. (laughs) Hi, I'm Laura. I work for a pharmaceutical advertising company. So basically, I'm like a legal drug dealer. Um, I work for a company whose clients are like Pfizer, AstraZeneca, whatever. And they they hire us to promote their drug. America is the only country in the world. I think it's also Australia or New Zealand that can advertise drugs to consumers. So, really? Europe, everywhere else, you can't advertise drugs to consumers. So it's like, it's kind of fucked up if yeah. you think about it. You shouldn't be like, are you feeling depressed? Try this. Mm. You know, it's like, we work globally and in the US, so we have to like market and like advertise the drug in different ways, depending mm. on if it's global or US, which is kind of cool. It's just about New York. Mm. All the guys I've gone out with, that's all they want to talk about is their job. And mm-hmm. I've noticed that. I've talked to like the boy downstairs, he's like, Everyone from New York City just wants to rave about their job, talk about how successful they are, and, like, that's why I get self-conscious talking about it, because I'm, like, it's all... New York, I feel like, is weird that way. It's kind of like a competition-ish. Or it's just bragging, right? It's like, I work at Goldman Sachs, and I Mm. do this and that. Have you gone on dates here? I have gone on three dates. They've all been awful. Really? So bad. Hinge. Oh, Hinge, yeah. Yeah, and... But I'm, like, honestly gonna take a break, because, like, it's literally not worth it. That's why I went on Bumble. BFF because I'm like went on three <laughs> dates that were just like not fun. I did my hair, I did my makeup, I like when I would like try to make a good impression and then it was just bland. So I'm like I might as well go on like fun girl dates instead, yeah. not like to hook up with the chick, but yeah. like and just to like have fun. Break down Bumble BFF 
for people that don't know. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so it's basically an app that can just match with people who are also trying to like make friends. Have you gotten any matches on Bubble Bee? I have. Can we see? Sure. <laughs> I actually was meaning to respond to one. Okay, so this is like one girl, so like I, I connect with people, I think actually I I can connect with. So she's like like for my gals to wine and dine with my friends. Who's in New York City at the beginning of quarantine? Super extroverted, sometimes annoying, usually drunk. Me. This girl, I was like, I love your eyeliner. Like, what do you use? You know what I mean? Like, mm. just shit like that. Being like, complimenting girls, but not in a creepy yeah. way. You're like, hey, what's up, shorty? Girl shit. Like, yeah. I like your eyeliner. I love I that you responded to I like your eyeliner with two paragraphs. <laughs> this girl, I was like, you rock that haircut. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> This is also okay, but she does. But she does. Look at her. We're literally just trying to make friends because making friends in New York City during a pandemic when like the majority of people left, a lot of like fucking restaurants, bars, clubs are shut down. It's like how the fuck are we supposed to meet people? You know what I mean? So it's It's all girls in the same boat. Yeah. All right. Being independent as my own person. I mean, in high school. Dated a dude, college dated a dude, try to be a certain person, and I'm like, you know what, I really don't give a fuck anymore, and like, I just kind of do whatever I want to do, I go places alone, I go to movies alone, I like, I do a lot of things alone, it's not, and it doesn't make me feel like lonely anymore, I'm just like being my own fucking person, I think that's like, super empowering, and so, I mean, I moved to New York City not knowing one single person, I didn't even know my roommate, like, she's from California, Melanie, Melanie, (laughs) <laughs> I didn't even know you. We met each other on move-in day. We're like, hello, we're like, we're roommates mm. now. Like, literally, it, it, like, I didn't even think it was awkward. We were kind of just like, hanging out and like, doing whatever. And Melanie? It ended up being like, cool. Do you have anything to say to the people who yeah, in high school? This, yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> moving to New York, not knowing anybody. It's intense. Yeah. Especially for a job, because it's harder to meet people, I think, in jobs. I need to be able to, like, meet a new person every day. If you fuck up once, you do something embarrassing, you're never going to fucking see that person never. again. Never. Never again. Never. College sucked, because I would have so many embarrassing moments, literally Tuesday night, Friday night, Thursday night, whatever. And I'm like, nobody remembers, right? And my roommates would be like, yeah, nobody remembers. But it's like, they remember, they're going to see you tomorrow night. How long are going to be doing the same fucking shit? <laughs> So okay, my dad true. married a prostitute when I was, uh, when I graduated high school. That was interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, like, I'm not sure how many, like, people have met my dad, but he's, like, pretty, pretty out there. I mean, he has, like, borderline personality disorder, and he's, like, kind of, like, mentally crazy, but he ended up marrying his orthopedic surgeon's prostitute. Wow. Yeah, that he met at a party, and that girl was there to be with his friend, the doctor, and then he met her the next morning and was, like, actually really liked her and asked her to, like, go out to get breakfast, which is, like, super sweet and, like, whatever, mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. actually ended up, like, sincerely falling in love with her, but she's, like, nuts. I mean, she had a kid at, like, 13, and she's had, like, a hard life. I'm talking, like, she got into stripping by, like, 16 and then she was hooked on like crystal by like 17 so i feel bad for her they don't even live together oh wow yeah yeah wow but they've been married for six years and she actually won't tell him where she lives because she doesn't want him to see her and i'm like dad you know she's just using her for money i mean like are you like are you serious 
Have you seen the show Say Us to the Dress? Yeah. We're on it. Are you serious? Yeah, it's called, it's like season 11, like we don't do anything normal because he got married in Vegas on the Grand Canyon. Wow. Yeah, and it was like films and everything because like, I mean, what clickbait is that to have a yeah. prostitute <laughs> with <his> ginger? <laughs> she, like, I know she still like sees guys on the side and I, I mean, you can look her up. She has a whole like profile and shit. Wow. Yeah. And, like, I already know she's definitely still escorting and doing her thing on the side. And, honestly, all power to her. Like, fucking, I'm all about women doing their own mm. fucking thing and, mm -hmm. like, doing whatever. But, like, just leave my dad out of it and just don't fucking lead him on forever. Because he's so oblivious and, like, shit. I should have got more wine. We have, like, a wine thing literally next door. Oh, yeah? Do you want to, should we get some? Yeah, let's get some. Oh, my God, That's perfect. So Thank you to Laura, and thanks for listening to this episode of the Five Year Reunion. Next week, we'll be in Central and Northern Connecticut talking to three people I went to high school with. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast everywhere you listen. See you next week.